Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you as a work-at-home mom, and up-level your work-from-home mindset. You're in for a treat today because this is actually a live coaching call. Elizabeth is a work-from-home mom with four boys with only two hours a day to work on her business while the baby naps. So on this call, we're going to map out a plan for her to know exactly what she needs to do when she sits down for those two hours since she's running this business as a solopreneur. And if you want to call just like this, but tailored for you and your problems, fill out this quick application to get started working with me because I want you to be an amazing work at home mom and actually be able to get everything done. So let's make sure you truly love your work at home mom life. Head on over to the link below and let's make it happen. So hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Sure. Give me the two minute brain dump version on your admin issues and jumping from task to task and too little time feelings. Yeah. So I do get at least two hours um, Monday through Friday where it's actually my daughter. My youngest one is my daughter and she okay. naps and um, I sit down at the computer and typically I open my email and see if there's any emails that I need to respond. And since my um, goal right now is to get a as many podcasts as I can to expand my reach as a podcaster. Um, I, you know, try to coordinate, you know, I do pitches and follow-ups. And if somebody responds, I try to schedule something as soon as I can and then coordinate that with my schedule and the baby's nap time. And if their times are not available, try to figure out if we can find a time around my baby's nap time. So like the back and forth, is really time consuming. And then I do a lot of research about people's podcasts before I pitch to them and then, you know, customize the pitch and stuff like that. So I feel like I'm doing a lot of that lately and not as much as like creating my own specific content. I do my own podcast recording, but then like, I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to upload the podcast episode. Oh, that's right. I need to do the show notes last minute. And like, even right before I jumped on the call with you, I'm like, oh, that's right. I have a podcast airing tomorrow, but I don't have the show notes. So I need to quickly do the show notes versus like batching things and doing them all at once. I feel like I'll start doing a project and then I'm like, oh, I remember that. And then I just jump on it or like a simple thing I have um, on my one of my links on my website, like all my previous interviews and somebody will message me like, oh, our interview aired today. And I feel like I have to go and add them to that list right away. And like, then I jump from things to things versus like doing that when like I have a dedicated time for it. Cause that's not an urgent task at all, but I feel like, oh, I just got to get it done since like, for some reason, I just like, I don't know if I think I will forget it later or something like that. And I do have lists, but some on my phone, some written down, but I don't really stick with them that much. And I'm not really sure why. Um, and so I feel like I'm just not using my time as wisely as I could to like do that time blocking or like I, I kept thinking okay maybe one day it'll be just for podcast recording one will be just for editing one will be just for uploading and show notes or like one is for interviews but because I have such a short period of time with my daughter when she naps most of the interviews I have one interview a day um, or like let's say out of the week I'll have like three days a week where I have an interview so then it's like I have an hour left and so then in, in that time, I just jump from task to task. 
Yes, makes perfect sense. So a couple different directions we can go with this. I know you specifically called out not having a VA. And I know that is very money dependent and that is a different topic than today. But you could consider if you feel like it would really free you up in terms of the mindset and the overwhelm struggle kind of feelings, having a VA who would do those little uploading and the back and forth scheduling and things like that. So that all you had to do was your own podcast recording and the podcast interviews to grow your reach. Mm -hmm. This would be one of those times where someone might get a VA, not because they have too much to do client wise, but Mm -hmm. they have too little time and they need to hire out the small things. Mm -hmm. So that is one possibility. Um, however, I think for today, we might focus on more of the time blocking-ish stuff. And again, for this, I don't want you to feel like, oh, it's a personal failing. I'm not being productive enough. And why, why am I not following my list? You can just let yourself be that way and say, well, you know, I said last week I was going to do this, but I don't feel like doing it today. That's okay. What I would like to see happen for you is you have a consolidated place for all of these tasks. If a phone is better, great. If computer is better, fine. If physical planner is better, if it's a sticky note, mm-hmm. you know, just pick one area so you always know where to go back to. That mm-hmm. way you will be sure that none of these to-dos are getting lost. And that way every day you could sit down. I would do it before your daughter goes down for a nap. Pick what you're going to do for a nap so you don't waste mm-hmm. any of your precious baby free time, pick whatever sounded most appealing to do that day. And if there is a deadline associated with any of these tasks, you know, like these podcast episodes, then um, tell me what you think would work better for your personality. Putting a date by your, on, you know, the phone notes app or something saying must be done by and like the day before, or having one designated day a week that you deal with like all the content for the following week that you make sure all those little show notes things are live. I feel like having one day a week would be better. Like Mondays is the day that I don't have any calls scheduled. I purposely do my best Mm -hmm. not to, rarely I'll have a call scheduled. So Monday is like considered like the admin day in the sense Uh like to catch up with stuff or record my own podcast episodes. Um, That's usually when I do and I do like, a batch. Um, but then sometimes I'm like recording an episode and I could record another one, but then I get distracted with something else. Mm-hmm. And I just like move on to something else. I'm like, Oh, I just wasted like half an hour, you know, and my, I'm not on social media anymore. So I'm not distracted mm-hmm. by my phone in a sense. Like if it distracts me, it's very minor compared to what it used to be yet. Somehow my brain just still jumps from task to task. I'm not sure if I need like a visual timer to like keep myself on track um, to be like, oh, that's right. I still have 10 minutes dedicated to this. I should stick with this before I go to another task. And if you think that would work for you, you know, by all means, try it. Some people timers stress them out. Some people it really helps. So we could definitely get that and try it for you. The other thing we could do is it sounds like Monday's an admin day and a batch recording day. And when you have two hours, you can't really focus. Um, I would suggest either 
alternate weeks. So it's an admin day for the next two weeks worth of content, or we're batching two weeks worth of content. If you feel that you have enough time to do that, Mm -hmm. just to be able to work within your time constraints, if you keep on being a solopreneur. Yeah. The other thing we might consider is things like uploading stuff. Um, I don't know how much time your boys and your daughter take, but those are theoretically tasks, at least the uploading parts that you could do while holding someone on your lap. You're just copy pasting things and hitting upload buttons and babysitting, copying links when it finishes and all that kind of a thing. So if it is becoming really distracting for you during Mm -hmm. your precious nap time work hours, see if you could move that, you know, just 10 or 15 minute kind of task to Mm -hmm. when the kids are awake. If that is like the domino that will hugely free up the, oh no, oh no, I need to be doing this. Oh no, I got distracted with that kind of a thing. I don't see anything wrong with quote unquote working when your kids are around when it's such a minor Mm -hmm. thing, you know? Yeah. Especially if they're half of them are off playing somewhere and you try it out and see how it goes. And if you're like, no, this really breaks the flow of my day. I really can't handle it. Okay. We could also look into something like on the weekend, can you work at the coffee shop for just one hour? Can your husband take the kids out of the house to a park for just one hour? And then can you cram all of those admin uploady tasks into just one hour? Mm-hmm. And again, reserving your nap times for the podcast interviews and the batch recording. And that way you could feel like you had gotten ahead on your own content. I don't know how far ahead you're recording right now. Yeah, I usually have like, like right now, I think I have like two weeks ahead. I prefer mm-hmm. to be a couple weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, So it just gives me that wiggle room. Yes, Definitely. How would that feel to you if you had no admin tasks during nap time and it was just kind of the recording and getting in the right headspace and I mean I would like I would like that. I just like I don't know, maybe it's just like my mindset. I feel like I have to respond at least in the next couple days to an email. Let's say someone's like, oh yeah, like I would like to have you on my show. Mm -hmm. And then they send me a scheduling link. I feel like I have to fill that out in the next couple of days. Yes. And response times are part of our image as a business Mm -hmm. owner. And again, that is something that can be done when the kids are eating lunch or something like that. Does it feel doable potentially to have a specific inbox time for responding to the scheduling requests kind of a thing that you could have a 30 minute time period every day. Cause that is an important part of being a podcaster who does interviews is the scheduling. And yeah. yet it is so different than sitting down to record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could possibly do that when my daughter is like just playing around me. I probably will not be able to do that when all my, the rest of the kids are home during the mm-hmm. summertime. I don't know how you do it with your kids at home. My my brain just does not do well when I'm trying to concentrate and then my kids interrupt me. Even like if I give them like quiet time and they're supposed to do something quiet. And even if sometimes they're doing screens and they will still like come in and like, oh, I want a snack. Oh, my brother is, you know, bothering me or something. I get so triggered when I'm trying to focus and I get pulled away. And so that is one of the reasons I almost never work when my boys are home from school. I only do it when my dad or naps. And 
I can do certain things, like you said, like some emails and stuff like that when she's awake, because she um, sometimes entertains herself, you know, typically we'll just be more outside and I'll do housework stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, when she's awake, but I could maybe, you know, have like twice a week, half an hour, you know, designated time where um, I use that time for like, um, you know, admin stuff. Mm -hmm. And then just add it to your autoresponder if you have it that due to the needs of your kids, you can only check email, you know, twice a week. So you are absolutely on top of it and you will be getting back to them with the next scheduling thing or, you know, something like that, that they know you're not ignoring it. Yeah. You can just preempt that. It's kind of a, what's the lesser of two evils to you? The current feeling the distracted and scattered or the doing a little bit of work when the boys are gone, but your daughter is home or investing in a VA for a very, very low amount of hours where you're like, no, I really do not need you to do much like five hours a week max. I just literally am so strapped for time. I cannot afford that hour a day to go back and forth on the schedules and the uploading and whatnot. Mm-hmm. As if someone just wanted to expand their hours by a tiny bit, it's like you would be a very undemanding client. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just need that tiny bit off. So you could also try journaling a bit on which of those three options feels best to you. Or if one option is like, this is all I can do now or this is all I can do for summer vacation. But when the boys are in school, I think I could do X, Y, Z instead. Like the solution you pick now for this week or this month doesn't have to be your permanent ongoing thing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think like with the one that jumps out at me right now, I still have a month and a half before my kids are out of school. Mm -hmm. And um, just using some of that um, morning time when my daughter's awake for like half an hour to do some of that admin stuff and be more intentional with my Mondays and do like I think if I set like a visual timer like that way I think it will like it's right there next to me and I see okay this time is only this is how much time I have Mm -hmm. you know to batch record and I think I will be more I've done it like a while back and I think that helped me to be like okay this is how much time I have so I don't like waste my time I guess mm-hmm. and it might help to like feeling time wasted at least for me that often comes up when I feel like I have a bunch of other things I need to get to are you do you are you having targets of how many podcast interviews you want or how often you need to record to stay ahead or is it just always a well I should be doing more um, right now, because I'm not on social media anymore, I do two podcasts a week for my own podcast. Um, sometimes it's like guests that come on my show. And so let's say if I do an interview and they ask for a swap, I'll do a swap. And mm-hmm. so then I will, you know, use that like every like few weeks I'll have, you know, so I already used, let's say two hours of that day, we did an interview swap. So then I have, you know, a podcast recording and I don't do too much editing. I just, um, unless it's like a part of conversation I want to cut out or something, but I don't do any minor editing or anything like that. So I don't spend actually that much time on it. Um, but I, I think, I guess I lost my train of thought. I was trying to say, there you go. I'm scattered. <laughs> so it's just like, whoop, it goes okay. away. Um, 
I think I, for me, I think it's just, I don't feel like I think like I have to do a lot. I just think because my boys are in school right now, I have a limited amount of time to um, do the interviews because in the summertime, like it's just not super convenient to have all my kids at home. And then I might be able to do once in a while, but it really stresses me out. Like it really triggers me when I'm working and they try to interrupt me, even though like I have strict rules. I'm like, okay, five minutes before mama starts working, anything you need right now, grab a snack, grab this, you know? And then I'm like, okay, mama's working. I don't know. Maybe this is another thing we could touch on if you have time. Mm -hmm. Like how do I get my kids not to interrupt me because we have this thing like ahead of time. Like I tell them, okay, mama's going to be in work mode. The baby's going to be napping for the first hour. You guys are in three different parts of the house. Everybody has their own toys and they rotate the iPad with like either music or a podcast that they listen to. And then when the hour is up, normally I'm like, if you guys listen well and don't interrupt me, then you guys will watch something. The problem is that oftentimes they either get bored playing by themselves and they go be with their sibling with without because I'm working I can't tell right when <laughs> they leave and so then they get into some sort of argument and then it gets getting loud and I'm like I have to go intervene because they're going to wake up the baby and so then I go I'm interrupted and I go intervene but I want them to earn the screen time and not just give them two hours of screen time and then by the time the hour is up like I'm like, I still want to work. <laughs> so even though they technically didn't earn the screen time, I normally will still give it to them for the most part because I just want to be somewhat uninterrupted, you know? And so that's kind of like how the cycle goes on the days that they are home. And even my husband works on Saturdays. So even Saturdays, you know, this is kind of like what we have during quiet time. And so I don't know if you have any suggestions how to get the kids to... Like if they're playing together, almost always at some point, there will be a conflict. There's no way they can play for an hour without getting into conflict. And my kids not are with loud. Boys. Yes. Not with mm -hmm. boys. They get loud. And then my boys also get physical. Like mm -hmm. I have to physically intervene. And so they have to be separated, but then they get bored being by themselves. Even with like having a podcast to listen to or music to listen to, they just keep coming out. And then, like I said, it just creates that cycle. What are your suggestions? I mean, you have a ton of kids, you know, <laughs> you know yes. what it's like. <laughs> yeah. So I do hear you. I, I have five and <laughs> two are boys and yes, they don't necessarily want to be part the whole afternoon, but whoever is least mature will set everyone else off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yes, I do not do well getting out of like the recording headspace and then dealing with a kid. And it's like, I have to spend five minutes like resetting my intention, which mm -hmm. sounds silly, but like, okay, this is the way I am. I have to accept this is what happens. And yes, I did the exact same thing you did before this. I'm like, I am doing a podcast. No, you cannot come in. Uh, you need I to tell them unless the house is on fire mm -hmm. yeah. you do not come and talk to me unless like you're completely bleeding but if you follow the rules you should not be bleeding yes <laughs> so don't come to me mm -hmm. we have tried a few tweaks on what you're already doing because what you're already doing is kind of my base philosophy of giving them all quiet time and splitting them up as necessary um, one thing being if I have several podcasts to record and I know I could only do, say, two 
once and then I need a quick break. I will use the quick break because I'm already in transition personally to go and knock on their door and let people out to get a different set of toys or books or swap which rooms and siblings they're playing with. I have also done things like putting clocks or timers in their rooms to say, my recordings take about this much time, you know, double for or triple, you know, however many I'm doing, or the podcast interview is typically this long. I will, I will let you know if it's faster, but don't come out until then. So then they have something in the room. They don't just feel like they're bored and they have no idea how much time is left. That does seem to help. Um, another thing we'll do is instead of a five minute lead time ahead of time, I will give them a 15 minute lead time. So 15 mm. minutes before I intend the interview to start, I am picking up the house, putting people down, dealing with the, oh, wait, but I want that. It just takes a while. And that way, if I have an extra time left over, I can use it on mm -hmm. my own mindset. So I'm not feeling like I literally sat down and clicked the Zoom button mm -hmm. and I have to go straight into being on without any mm -hmm. mental transition mode. Mm -hmm. It depends how long it takes for your kids, but I have five and 15 minutes is a really good length of time for me to let it be unrushed unless there's a huge mess that day or something. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what your outside situation is, but I will also use the backyard to prevent or at least insulate the noise, some of the whole sibling fight thing. So they can't crash themselves into doors and slam into walls because they have an entire backyard to slam into each other instead <laughs> which yeah I do have a yard I live in Florida so it is nice outside most of the year um yet they and they have a trampoline and it's like some days they play so well they'll be on it for like an hour and a half getting along amazing other days they just cannot be around each other They'll, as soon as they start, they get into a fight. And like I said, it gets physical. Mm -hmm. And then they just ran into the house, screaming, melting down. Yes. He hurt me. And then it's like, I sit down. Obviously, that interrupts me. That could also wake up the baby. So that's why I do quiet time. And that's yes. why I separate them into different parts of the house. And I've done visual timers. I have two of them. I should probably maybe use that. I haven't used it in a while with them during quiet time. I probably should start using that again because it was helpful mm -hmm. for them to see how much time is left. Um, mm -hmm. It's like you're in a different situation. You're working from home. This is not an office and you have children. If buying four visual timers is an inv investment in the business, well, that's what it is. You know, it's your version of an office accessory. It is necessary. Another thing you can try, I'm not sure, uh, could you remind me the ages of your boys? 11, 8, and 6. Okay, so they're all pretty old, much older, because we had mm -hmm. a lot more meltdowns with the 6 and under crowd as boys, and the older they got, the less that happened, but I only have two, not three, so <laughs> caveat with that, and my boys are 9 and 6. So I don't have a boy as old as your oldest. Um, days when they're just really having a bad day, I would tell them it was not an option to go play with a sibling. So collect however many sets of toys were necessary for them, you know, have the timer and whatever, and say your bad attitude means you don't get to be with him right now. But I want to, but I want to. Yes, and you've been fighting and hitting him. 
that kind of a thing. So like pre-deal with some of the emotions and the days when it seemed like they had been playing together well, but you know, as a mom that they'll probably their patience with each other will run out and you preemptively declare, okay, go find something to do and you don't have to share it with each other. And then of course, deal with the, if they both want the same thing, you know, maybe you get it for the first set of podcast interviews and I will come in and part of the switch will be, you will get the favorite location or favorite game for the second set of podcast interviews. It's another way you could work it. Do any of your children seem to be introverts, need the quiet time that you could sort of bill it to them as, goody, this is your recharge time? Yeah, they one of my sons does um and i i don't think he realizes how much he needs it but he actually needs it and mm -hmm. he does really well like there's another trick maybe that i thought of but it works well with my kids um sometimes if midday i say hey go take a bath mm -hmm. and that will entertain him by himself He'll be in there for at least half an hour, you know, mm -hmm. and it will like keep him occupied and that's his, you know, alone time or whatever. Um, I usually do it when he's like supercharged and getting into fights with everybody. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you need to bath, <laughs> you know, to calm down. But um, I think just like, yeah, you said just, you know, having them, giving them like ahead of time you know, reminding them like 15 minutes head, heads up and like picking toys that they want to do. And then, yeah, they usually want to play the same toys. So then you have to <laughs> set yes. time limits with that. But I think those are um, good suggestions. Um, what do you do when they still interrupt you? Let's say you are recording and they do come in. By now, it's been multiple years of me doing it. So they've learned and I'm also very consistent with reminding them that I have an interview or a podcast I need to record. So it is normal for them now. I still don't handle interruptions well when I'm doing deep work creatively, so to speak. So like if I'm doing some writing and things like that, that will also trigger me, like you said. So for that kind of a thing, I can pause, you know, right then and address the interruption and march people back to their rooms with the reminder of, I said, this is, you know, quiet time. You needed to not come out. Or that's why I told you to get your drink ahead of time. Something like that. When it's actual recording, if people are running past me slamming doors, I can't do much about that in the moment. <laughs> if someone was trying to come up to me, I could make a liberal use of the mute button or pause recording or something like that, which I figure is a mom's best friend <laughs> if you're working mm -hmm. from home. I don't like doing that um but I guess it doesn't happen a ton there is still the oh we were outside and then someone wanted to drink and I was like but I told you I need 40 minutes you know without you coming inside to open doors but I needed to use the bathroom <laughs> well <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with that you know other mm -hmm. than maybe attempt some editing and you know stop speaking <laughs> while they race mm -hmm. past so a lot of it has been, it took them a really long time to get used to the idea that there are work hours and you're not supposed to disturb mommy. And then there are recording hours. You do not disturb mommy and you must be quiet. So like mm. there are two layers to this because I need some quiet and alone time just as a standard before I shift to work mode. Mm -hmm. But also, yes, when you are doing audio or video recordings, 
any sound is magnified. So they might be playing quote unquote nicely together, but boy's volume level with play <laughs> can be really, really loud. <laughs> so if I need to, I will hit the pause button if it's like my own podcast episode and just take 30 seconds and dash down the hallway, poke my head in the door and say, guys, I'm recording right now. You need to whisper because I mean, it's not that they need to whisper, but they need to lower their voice. And if I tell them to be more quiet, that won't work. So I'll go take the more drastic step of saying you need to whisper, shut the door, race back, turn it on, and they will have lowered the voice. They won't be whispering, but they will mm -hmm. lower the voice. And then that's enough to finish the podcast episode. If they're still being loud, I can come back in and say, hey, you guys, we're not quiet. You are being split up right now. So like the playing together is a privilege that you can lose. Mm -hmm. It is also a privilege you could gain if during one of those recording breaks, I popped in, asked how people were doing, and they said, good, but I really want to play with my brother. Okay, mm -hmm. you've both been playing nicely, you, you know. Um, so part of that, I think, is a lot of the routine, the expectations, and it just takes a while. And when people are high energy and physical and want to be around siblings but don't always share well three ways, it does get rough. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. hear you on that. Yeah, yeah. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that you're having these expectations set up ahead of time. Like you're communicating yes. what is expected and not just like throwing them in into it and be like, well, now they you know, know by now. But in the beginning, you said you were really consistent and you were expressing these expectations ahead of time, what you're expecting from them um, and what their role is in this and like mm -hmm. how they can, like, I guess, like I've said my, to my kids, like, I need your help. This is how you can help mommy is to, you know, be quiet while I'm doing this, you mm -hmm. know? And if it needs to be an everyday thing, it's like, that's okay. That's what they need to get it through their heads that you tell it to them every day. And you have, you can remind every single time you're going to do an interview, poke your head back in. Okay, mommy's doing an interview. I need you to be extra quiet now. It's just the maturity to say, oh yeah, mom, we know how to be quiet. doesn't seem to happen until maybe closer to preteen that they're thinking about someone else or they're remembering halfway through the really noisy game. Oh wait, didn't mom say she was on a video? I have to bring it down. That, yeah, I think that's the problem with my kids. They just yeah. don't remember. Yes. They don't. So yeah, when you're doing your own episode on Monday, it's like, okay, that's a little more easily fixed. But the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, not so much, which is where I will lean on the, okay, I wish they remembered better. But if every 30 minutes in between interviews, because I'm not scheduling mine literally back to back, I'm also putting like 15 minutes in between them then I have five minutes, like if it goes over, I have five minutes to pop down, thank them if they did a good job at the noise level or remind them and switch rooms or separate if they didn't, and then have take the final five minutes to reset for the next person I'm interviewing. And then we start again. And it, it's just breaking the afternoon into little bit chunks. I would rather have just this nice work thing because like you, that is easily triggering for me, but it's like, well, this is the reality right now that this is the day they're having. They wanted to be inside and they told me it was too hot outside or whatever. And this is a day I'm having a lot of interviews. I can't help that unless I am able to find a play way to put the computer in a different room, which is more my husband's department on like wires and this and that. So it's like, I'm just sitting around recording in our living room. I am literally open to everything. 
That is why it is so essential to keep the noise down. So if you have any rooms, you can close doors, you know, hang signs on mommy is recording and make sure you take it off whenever you're not so that they don't. Oh, I like that idea because I have my own office space that I could put that Mm -hmm. on the office door. I really like that idea. Yeah, because that would solve. Mama's in work mode or something. Yeah, that would solve a ton of problems because it's it's a visual reminder of another kind of your kids can walk by they want to come knock on the door or they want to op- just barrel in and open the door and you start training them, look for the sign first and look for which kind of sign. And that means, you know, the first month, maybe it means they constantly barrel in and you walk them back out and you say, honey, did you see the sign? I am recording. No, I cannot talk. And you send them outside, you close the door, you go back to it. And eventually they'll realize I am not going to get away with walking in when this is on the door. So yes, if you've got an office, that's going to help a ton with this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I like that idea. I will use that one. Yeah. I've even heard of things like wearing some kind of silly hat or some other visual thing, but a sign would be really easy. Yeah, I think I like the idea of a sign, you know, and then mine also has like windows on the mm-hmm. door so they can also see that I'm like working, you know. Yeah. And if there's any, any way you set up your desk or I don't know, there could be like a table close to the door or something they can see through the window. You can put some sort of thing or bright accessory or move some certain piece of decor there. And they're like, oh, we look in the door. If this sign is here or if that mommy's silly stuffed animal is there, the mic is on because maybe they can't always tell when are you on on and when are you getting ready to in 20 minutes, you know, stuff like that, just to give them additional reminders and cues, because kids don't have the best idea as an adult, Mm -hmm. which kind of working we're doing. And so they tend to say it's all interruptible or, oh, surely that's not work. Look, she's scrolling on something. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. but it was actually a work thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So the more visual reminders you can give them, the -hmm. better. Yeah, I like that idea. I think I'll I'll do that too. Cause you know, when they're I I still work on Saturdays usually during quiet time mm-hmm. when my boys are home. So right now they're at school, you know, and that's helpful. And then at home, they're gonna be home for two months in the summertime. And I, you know, in the mornings I'll go out with them to a park or whatever, we'll do stuff. But when it's nap time, when the baby naps, like I don't do housework mm-hmm. during that time. I don't the kitchens is a disaster sometimes usually. And, but I'm like, you know what, this is my work mode. This is the time that I use to fill me up. Like it recharges me to do what I do. And so I have to have this time every day, you know? Um, and so these are some great ideas, um, that you have given me. Thank you so much. Wonderful. I'm so happy it helped. And thank you for sharing all of this with us and how it looks like to the back end of running a business as a solopreneur when you have noisy boys, napping babies, and all of that. I think that would be such a gift to our listeners. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And to our listeners, remember, if you want calls like this every week, but tailored to you and your problems, just fill out this quick application below to get started working with me, because I want you to be an amazing work-at-home mom, get everything done that's on your priority list, and actually enjoy your life. So head on over to the link I've included below. Let's do this. That's all for now, and have a wonderful day.